Yeah. And there's nothing worse than them getting schooled by Miata that's on a set of track <laughs> tires and he's got some decent coilovers. He'll make you look bad. Yeah. Tires are I expensive mean, and they well, are. they're a bit of an investment. So, I mean, but it's super overlooked. Welcome to another episode of Modify with Trick Factor Customs. If this is your first time watching, my name is Elvis. Tim. Rob. Awesome. And uh, we started this podcast because we love to talk about cars. We are a custom automotive shop based here in Coquitlam, British Columbia, Canada. And on this episode, we are going to be talking about top five most underrated, underrated car mods or most overlooked car mods. Oh, yes, because I uh, I was reflecting internally and oh. uh, gr- <laughs> and growing up uh, as a car enthusiast, uh, there were things that I thought or I did, I did not think of when I was building some of my cars, mm-hmm. for example. Uh, my Datsun, uh, I put a steelies on it and, uh, each of those steelies with the fat wheels and tires, 275, 60, 15s, very heavy tire. Each wheel and tire weighs about 70 pounds, 60, 70 Actually? pounds. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I remember when we weighed it. Yeah. <laughs> And so <laughs> wow. that kind of got me thinking. I'm like, oh my gosh, like it is, we're going to dive into that, but it is a disaster to drive. Like it saps so much power. Slow. <laughs> and so that kind of got me thinking. I'm like, you probably hmm. went from one, what, 50 horsepower <laughs> that that thing's rated at to like 30. 75. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're going to dive into all of that yeah. uh, on this episode. So, before we get started, though, how has the week been for you guys? Mm. Hmm. How was your week, Tim? Would you Would you do this week? I did big Viper things this week. Oh big yeah, Vipers. yeah. That's a sick Viper. So you guys, sick. I I think you got some footage of that. You made a video or no? No. no. I'm gonna. I, I'm not gonna make a full video on it, but I'm I'm probably gonna put it in the shop update if it's here long enough yeah you guys have to pay attention to that because it's a it's a cool car yeah i did a full build in two days (laughs) full build full build so (laughs) this because this this car's come back to us now a couple times and in this iteration you're just doing you did a full Uh, you did did a a bunch of yeah we did a bunch of swap on it the headers exhaust pulled the intake we did a bunch of coating on it, yeah. refinishing of a bunch of different pieces, interior pieces, engine pieces, added a whole bunch of other little knickknacks and yeah. dad bolt-on stuff. So I think there's like nine or 12 boxes of bolt-on <laughs> things. Oh my gosh. And it's I, interesting because like we had these boxes show up and we're like, okay, we're doing an exhaust system on the Viper and that's cool. You're like, oh, right on. So t- doing an exhaust system, a header's. And the Viper, Viper was kind of a, a new thing because we actually <laughs> hadn't done that here in this shop yet. And that was a new a new learning experience. There was a lot more to it than way yeah, more like than you I would have thought. You typically half the would car think. just to even get them in there. Yeah. <laughs> Lift the engine, pull the cowl, airbox, hold like coolant, all kinds of things. Like basically everything is in the way of the headers. Oh my god. And then gosh. you gotta lift the motor to be able to get the stock ones out to be able to start getting the new ones mm-hmm. back in. So it was a pretty big job. The actual swapping of the headers part took like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Being right. able to get at them yeah. took several, probably four or five hours, Ooh. six hours. I mean, you might suspect that that would be the case, but you don't really know until you're in it. But like the Vipers, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a super small car by any means, but it's 
got some really tight packaging. Yeah. And that's a huge engine. It's a V10. Massive. What is it? It's like 8.4 liters. 8.4 liter V10. Big boy. It takes up all the space in there. And it, it's, yeah, it's intense. Well, I feel there's still a lot of space, it looks like, though. At least from the from the engine to the front wheels. It's like it's oh, almost like a mid-engine car, honestly. There's room for turbos. There's there. so much room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it really gets you thinking. I, I know I, I, I really, really want one now. Yes, I love <laughs> that car. I yeah. really want it's one, but I don't want a very good one because I just want to just chop it up and manipulate it. Mm-hmm. There's lots left on the bone with that car. It's a scary car, though. Yeah. It is not. No nannies. No, no nannies. Yeah. Like, you got to set that car up nice or it'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. We, I, we've probably all seen lots of videos of yeah. Vipers just Crashes. randomly, like, going, turning right, you know, on a straight line. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so today, times. after this podcast, I got to put the Dodge race only PCM in it and do some programming and. It was pretty gnarly before that. So after that, it's going to be crazy. Oh, wow. That's so, crazy. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah it sounds That's so a cool good. car. That's what you were doing. That's yeah. That's pretty much... Your, most of your week, yeah. Most of my week. Yeah. <laughs> it was a short week this week because of the holidays. So. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this week, I've been still on the Skylark, but we I've been working... It basically took me all of a week to do the window, the front window flushing on that like so it's a pretty intense modification it is a convertible so there's a lot of things going on a lot of considerations the exterior and interior a-pillar caps the header you know inside and outside caps for the the convertible top to, to land on and all of those things were were refining all of those shapes and they all play they all play with the flushing of the windshield this is um, a tremendous amount of work for it is a very so, subtle modification. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And and we went we went forward and decided to do it with the factory glass so that at any point in time you can just make a, you know, call up your local glass supply and be like I need a, you know, 69 Skylark front windshield. You can put it into this car after the fact. Because it's not, it's mm-hmm. not you know some custom bespoke one-off there is windshield some platforms that they do make flush mount glass for, but if that <clears> company <throat> ever goes out of business, that's it. You're never getting right. That's it. You're never getting one. Now your three hundred dollar windshield turn into like a three or four thousand dollar windshield. Yeah, yeah and, and we've heard these horror stories before. We decided not to do that, so that just meant a heck of a lot more work for us. And I don't even think they would. I doubt any of those companies would even make something for this car because this this Skylark is kind of obscure. Like nobody really has played with it, and that's kind of why we're doing it. Mm-hmm. So, so, anyways, yeah. that's what I've been doing all week. Yeah, and I just wrapped that up right at the end of the week. Woohoo! That's awesome. So I think Elvis has been capturing. You've been capturing lots of footage on that. Yes, lots of footage. Um, I've on been that. capturing a little bit myself. We'll put it all together. You probably put together a cool little video for that. Yeah. For some reason, people on YouTube don't seem to like the Skylark very much. Yeah, I don't know what's <laughs> up. Not a very popular. Like, yeah, I didn't even it's know what it was car. before I started working here. I was like, "What's a Skylark?" Yeah. But, no, it's a dope car, and it's a huge build for us. Yeah, so massive. we're building it from every, scratch. Pretty everything much. about it is custom one-off. We're doing a lot of like really wild things. Roaster um, shop chassis. Roaster shop chassis. We got the the Wagner supercharged LS based engine, and it's like fifteen hundred horsepower on like race, race gas. Yeah, uh, pump gas just over eleven hundred, right? 
Uh, so that's that's in this car, full one-off interior. The whole the whole thing. So it's a big build. It's a big yeah. big build. YouTube for some reason doesn't like it, but we'll stick him on posting. <laughs> We're gonna post it up anyway. Yeah, so like people regardless. Cars. I know people love the Lambo more. They like the Hot Wheels stuff. Yeah, like I I really don't care. Like regardless of people out there in in the digital realm or watching if they hit the like button or share, I don't care. Yeah. We're, we're doing it because we're doing it yeah. for ourselves and for our client. They're really fun. And builds. you know, follow along if you like that. If not, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> I love it. I love all the details going into it, but yeah, Lambo stuff also happening more Lambo stuff happening this or actually today. Uh, Steve, he was supposed to be here with us, but he's busy wiring up the Lambo. Yeah, Lambo so, so big moves in that. Yeah, yeah, we should be seeing boost today, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, oh, pretty fired up about sick. that. Trying to sneak those into the cracks of our work schedule. So, yeah. so we have. Uh, I don't even know what what year is that. It's like a two thousand five, two thousand three, two thousand three okay. Chevy Tahoe, and it became our platform to use because the chassis dimensions and everything worked out with the Lamborghini. And it came, it came from the factory with an LS. So bonus. Yeah, uh, we put a Holly Terminator X Max twin turbos, twin turbos. So actually, I spent part of yesterday plumbing up turbo systems so we can get boost and put a tune in it today. So so that's going to be another cool step forward. We're going to blow the tires off that that vehicle. Awesome. And then we're going to get a little bit wild with that Tahoe chassis. And right after that, we're going to be doing a body swap. So we're moving forward on that. Yeah. And you've been capturing lots of footage on that too. Oh so. yeah. So that's been fun. That's been glorious. Even he's bored with what's going on. Ugh, I know. It just doesn't what's, happen fast know, enough. Right? What's going on? Elvis is so disappointed with all the, like, <laughs> what is all this work? Yeah. What is this? <laughs> Why do we just drop the body on this thing? I know. Come on, man. There's so much boring, tedious, <laughs> stupid so stuff. Well, you have to do a lot of this stuff to get through to the fun stuff. So. Yeah. And I think, I think underneath all of this is like, we're doing all this in our own time, like after hours yep. stuff. Yep. And, and, you know, Fortunately, we love this kind of stuff, so it's not that much of a, a burden, but it does come at a little it's bit hard of a to cost. find time to do it. Yeah, it is. So, but and it's it, cool, and I'm looking forward to seeing that thing, Boosty Boy. Yeah, and it takes longer than you would think because with YouTube, you're like, oh, you don't realize, for example, this last video that we literally put in a month's work or a month's worth of work, like almost oh, like just every like, Friday, every weekend, just just a little bit of time this. here, a little bit of time here. It, it's really hard to find that time nowadays. Yeah. The sun's shining now, and and with that in our shop comes like a, very busy. Just like we get we get like overwhelmed with inquiries mm -hmm. and work that we have to have ready for this next this coming you season. See how right? wild my day gets. <laughs> so it, 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 it gets to be to a little it. much. Yeah, there's an oh. FLS just sitting back there. Oh. Oof, we see the doors a little bit. Uh, mm, just I peaking. think someone commented in one of our like we shouldn't talk shit unless we have better cars. Yeah, SLS. Yeah, they did say that. Didn't <laughs> they? Yeah. Maybe we should start doing like right the canapa thing and a, just do a walk around. We have a Viper, we have the SLS, we have the Supra MK4. Mm. We have a 32 Ford, two Corvettes, and a fully built C10. Yep. Yep. Not to and mention, those aren't your camera. There's another downstairs and the other shop. Yeah. So we got, we got <laughs> wide chopper. body, you know, Porsches and and all of these other wild things in the background too. So yeah, it's getting very busy in the summer. So uh, I, feel, I feel like you should do a walk around. We just like just like walking through. 
and just like Tim can like point and talk a little bit about some of these things. I'd like to see that. Every every someone actually commented on that too. What's they were that? like, do a walk through of the whole shop the whole shop all the oh, cars oh man in the That's shop dude everything i think we should okay so i mean we've been doing this for a while there's a lot of history with a lot of these things that you see here just in in the background i mean we could have like an hour long video yeah yeah <laughs> really i think we it. should try and see what happens <laughs> there's a lot of bikes all over the place here it's yeah it's crazy yeah because most odd. people probably don't realize it but trick factory used to be like huge in the bike scene we did a lot of chopper stuff. Tim and I have been riding sport bikes our entire lives, and that's, you know, that's a big part of our core. So, yeah, yeah there's a lot of bike stuff in the background, too. Awesome. So, with that said, let us get started. <clears throat> what was so, our topic again, Elvis? Top five. There's probably going to be more than five or less than five, but mm. top five most underrated car mods or underappreciated car mods or most overlooked, overlooked car mods yeah those are all synonyms i guess um and so who wants to start tim sure yeah <laughs> i think we touched on it in our last podcast i'd say the single biggest one that's super overlooked especially i would say in the younger crowd is quality tires oh yes and i think that probably bridges all age grab age groups until anybody really experiences what that actually defines then uh yeah, yeah. i don't think a lot of people consider it as a mod but you once you get into the upper level of cars you'll see like a vast difference in the different of what it comes with and then you put good tires on it yeah I think everybody says the same thing as soon as they put new tires on. They're like, oh man, this thing feels so good. Yeah. yeah. Regardless, even if they're just cheap tires. But if you took it to another level where you actually put a quality tire on, it's dramatic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that's it's probably one of my favorite things. I, I, what's better than a fresh set of tires? Yeah. You know, like you said, regardless if they're performance spec or what, but like just fresh and just like, oh, that's it nice. feels good yeah. like because yeah. um it's in confidence inspiring it is very confidence inspiring because i i made i give this episode or gave this instance in one of the previous episodes but i drove on track i used to drive on track more but when i lived in california but i always used cheap tires on with my i had a 370z always used three uh, cheap tires until one day like nankangs or mm -hmm. like yeah a friend of mine had the same car a 370z but he had uh, michelin pilots pilots on it i forgot yeah. which type of pilots they were but you, you had me at michelin oh yes. my gosh just it love felt michelin. like uh i didn't because i always had an issue with my car just it was just it didn't have as much grip as i i was expecting mm -hmm. and the way i would see some of these guys just go around corners miatas are like dusting everyone <laughs> like not all of them but like some miatas were just so good um and even with like 100 and something i had like 350 horsepower and i was they were faster than me a lot of times and you're just like what is going on here i was like what, what is, is happening here? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this i was still having be. fun i was still like oh a lot of that but then a friend of mine i drove his car on track and i was like oh my gosh like it was like inst like instantly from the first gear change to the second gear change around yeah. every corner you could just tell that these like tires were so important yeah i'd say that's definitely got to be 
right up there on the top of the so list. you almost had the whole thing backwards how you should be using the nankangs for your daily commute and put the good tires on at the track mm. yeah yeah but tires are expensive I mean, and they well, are. they're a bit of an investment so i mean but it's super overlooked i think it's a worthy investment to you know save your money and get the absolute best regardless if it's a track build or or car i mean track car or a street car yeah because in the street i mean what's more important than maximizing your car's potential for braking distance improvements and and you know the 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 sound levels of a car like i don't think a lot of people really realize just how much noise the you tires know, one make. tire compared to another tire makes when it's rolling like it's a big deal so there's a lot it's of a huge, huge improvements things. we yeah. see it a lot because we get a lot of like high-end performance cars and you'll see cheap tires on them <laughs> but basically all those ratings that come in the car your quarter mile times your this your track times all this stuff is based on a the very tire. specific tire yep and then you go anything less than that, you can just throw all that away. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you got a performance car and you go like in like a lower tier tire, well, we see a lot goodbye. because some of those tires are super expensive. We get stuff they with weird like man. weird sizes with twenty ones mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff, and they they can be like not so much anymore because a lot it's more common to have those larger sizes. But at, previously, we'd have tires that are fifteen, seventeen hundred dollars mm -hmm. a piece. And when yeah. you think of to the point where sorry to the point good. where it almost makes you want to change the diameter of your wheel to get to it to get to a different <laughs> a cheaper <laughs> well yeah if you have say like a twenty one rear and a nineteen front wheel on your factory car those used to be like really unusual size diameters and then like your tire choices were extremely limited right so you know what can you do uh, do a twenty and a twenty two. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you yeah, go yeah. to, like, that next one, like, there's a balance point in all of that. Yeah. So, the previously, like, to what he's saying is, like, we do, like, luxury SUVs, and they come with 21s. So, there'd be a lot of times that it was actually cheaper for us to put a decent tire and a new set of rims Wheels. on it. Yeah, yeah. And upsize it to a 22 yeah. for less than what a brand new set of 21-inch tires alone. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. a lot of that stuff was dealer-specific. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. like, there's some Audis, there's some, like, big BMWs that had, like, these proprietary tires that they've worked out some tire deal with, and then they're just soup. And they, yeah, I don't know. They monopolize yeah, it. Was, it they, they take advantage yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like they do it on purpose. They do oh, it yeah. on purpose. Like Harley Davidson it, had like their even, own specific tires. Yeah, and it's not even the top models. Like there's like some 335 XIs that like there's only one size of tire. And because it's X drive, you're stuck to that tire oh. size. And if you mess it up, it starts giving you problems and wiping diffs out and a bunch of That's different so stuff. That's so weird. Yeah. So, so there's a lot to think about and consider and just like, you know, really put a lot of like emphasis on choosing good tires. Use like a Miata as an example. You know, it, it can only fit so big of a tire in the back. So if you put a huge engine in the front and you're making all kind of crazy power, but you can only run so big of a tire in the back, you're going to be limited the amount of grip that you're going to get. So you're going to want to choose the best possible brand of tire for the maximum grip, grip potential to balance out with the power potential. Yeah, tires are super important. Yeah. So... Next underrated mod. Next suspension. Okay. Yeah, suspension. Uh like like 
dampeners, like, yeah, like this is all spring like, and dampener combos like and things like that, like coilovers. Drive drivability before power adders, like almost building your platform before you put a bunch of crazy power in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'd say suspension is a huge one. Like I'm huge for what that. Part, I love what part that. does suspension play? Even if you're doing springs or going to a better quality coilover, and then you can, mm-hmm. you know, carry on from there. And like, you don't necessarily need to make the jump all the way to coilovers. You can put in a good quality strut and a better quality spring, maybe upsize your sway bars, and then you can get into bushings and all these things before you even need to transition into yeah. coilovers. Because the biggest thing with coilovers generally is you want the adjustability of what it offers. Yes. Not net, but the reality is most of us and our street cars, even if you're mildly performance minded, you're going to set it and kind of forget it. So yep. unless you're manipulating it all the time and you have a need for that and you have a daily that you do track, then coilovers are definitely a benefit. But for most people, they're not necessarily, I mean, it's it, it's the bar that everybody wants. Yeah, we yeah. all want coilovers. But to our detriment, most people buy cheap coilovers that yeah. make it worse <laughs> than yeah. having maybe put a good quality spring in and a set of sway bars. Mm-hmm. They'll just jump all the way to some junk coilovers and make your car worse. Yeah, yeah and I think it, it, that modification, I think, is definitely something that's more or less important depending on the platform you're driving like if you're driving a ferrari if you put aftermarket stuff on it it might be going backwards but if you're driving you know we're going to use the honda civic again (laughs) because its intended purpose in life is to be economy box and an economy box like point a to b in the most economical way possible and that does not mean you know so it's going to be soft in its suspension it's going to be compliant and everything about it is going to be kind of just you know you're you're just you know but so if you do like if you if you want to perform slightly better you know you want to maybe you did like a couple of mods to it you got a couple you got a little bit more power you already made the choice you got some good tires well good tires with really soft suspension is only going to take you so far it's going to be a good option but like the next good step, a good spring and dampener package yep. to make it actually use the available traction and stiffen it up a little bit. Most of us appreciate cars that are usually lower. So you're going to need to have some sort of lowering spring. And with that, usually you're going to want to upgrade your dampener as well or your shock, whatever your package is, so that it's you know, it's using its stroke within the available ride height that you're setting it to. That's a pretty long, <laughs> there's a lot coming out right there, but like, yeah, I think I, that that's a, that's a, that's a huge improvement. Yeah. And it's super underrated because as soon as any one of us drive a car, like that, I don't know, what's the phrase that it's like on rails. Oh yeah. You don't need a crazy amount of horsepower to make that car fun. Like Miata's. No civics any of those cars Mm -hmm. that are sort of your traditional entry-level track cars that's why those cars shine like you put some suspension in it and you can drive it fast yeah like you don't need a lot of horsepower to go fast but you can stay fast yeah and that's where all the suspension comes in yeah so sure you can slap a turbo on and make don't you i'm not even gonna quote (laughs) a number but you know what i mean like then you're always trying to catch up and then 
but you can build it with suspension and you can stay fast mm. you're not trying to catch up all the time yeah so there's always those guys like oh i got this much horsepower and it's like they're always playing the catch-up game yeah and there's nothing worse than getting schooled by miata that's on a set of track <laughs> tires and he's got some decent coilovers he'll make you look bad yeah yeah you know and most likely that miata he's out there burning laps you know He's doing lap after lap after lap all day long, probably because, you know, maybe at most he's put in a, a K&N air, air filter, yeah, you know, an not. aftermarket exhaust. Probably hasn't gone crazy and like opened up his engine and gone for like maximum performance. Maybe a turbo. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like not chasing huge numbers, but going out there for like chassis upgrades first. I think that's the smart play. Yeah, I doesn't make sense if you're just doing it to a dedicated street car because, you know, on the streets, you can't really do you can't be pulling hardcore G forces, <laughs> you know, in a corner on the street. You just don't do that. So it's not super practical to go hardcore. It you're depends wrong. on your point, man. Man, he's wrong. These kids, these kids are going to trash you. They might. You need to go hardcore. Well, that's OK. If your teeth are not chattering. You're, You're not, not going doing hard well. enough. Yeah. Hey, I, I was one of those oh, kids. So was I. But at I was one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny uh, because I get all these civic kids just talking me. Cause, but my first car, like not my first car, my first car was actually a Datsun 240 that was a- horrible. But I had a Civic Si EG hatch and I had all the and we were cranking, we'd be doing, you know, off ramps on the freeway and I'd be hanging a back wheel. Like I pushed that car hard. <laughs> so I remember. And I had all the things. And it's like the evolution started there, which I can appreciate that everybody has to start someplace. But at the same time, the evolution continues where you start getting smarter because that car was not a good car to drive daily. Like it was fun for that specific purpose, but you're going to mature and you're going to progress into these better things. Yep. And you had, it's, yeah, it's easy to say when you're young that you're not going to, you're like, no, I'm going to, this is it. Like, just wait. You just wait. <laughs> After a while, you're like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. The same thing with my, with my Datsun again. Initially, when I got it, I was like, eh, I'm just going to get the cheapest coilovers that I could. Got the cheap coilovers, and I was like, I just need a lower ride height. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And after driving it around for a while, I mean, maybe for like maybe a year ish it was fine not really but like it is terrible the novelty oh wears my off gosh, pretty quick. it wears off so fast and, and that's why you probably see more of these project vehicles or you know these things just sitting all the time yeah because it's not that fun no like if you don't make the right choices harsh suspension you're back you're going to the chiropractor all, the, all the time yeah but that's old people's yeah, and you're 20, Maybe I'm just getting you old. don't care about that. Yeah, stuff. true. You wanted like that's the thing. Being uneducated at that time, you want it to be as harsh as possible. Yeah, that means race car. Like, race car. I'm full race. If it says no. race use only. It's like yes. No, it's funny you you mentioned this too because even in F1, I just uh, saw. W- the previous season of Drive to Survive, or maybe the newest season, the start of this 2022 season, you could see uh, a lot of their cars. They were so they almost had no suspension travel, and so they were they called it porpoising. Yeah, like back and forth, like a hundred to 200 miles per hour. They're just going down and up like that, and and so they had to. I think what they had to do to solve it, a lot of the teams was they had to add some ride height and like yeah. soften into the suspension a little bit, just so it's not. Because at like, what, 100 miles per hour or, what, yeah. or even above that, like 
it's almost dangerous to your Fuck, body. Well, it it was contact patch. Yeah. That's the yeah. problem. The tires are leaving the ground. Yeah. Maybe only for a split second, but at that speed, that's like it could be five or six feet of travel mm-hmm. before it touches down again. Yeah, you see, you watch those videos of those drivers and they, they're just, they're being chattered at speed. Like, can you imagine how dangerous that must be? Yeah. I mean, you, you talk, so Lewis Hamilton being one of like yeah. the premier drivers <laughs> and the Mercedes team, like they, they struggled. It was bad. For the whole the season. The whole season, yeah. And, and they just, they couldn't get the porpoising thing sort of dialed. And, you know, that was a, a unique phenomenon for the 2022 season because they had to com- completely rebuild the whole chassis with the new rules. But anyways, long story short, it's uh, not cool. Yeah. Not cool. Not, not cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next uh, next thing or next mod, uh, underrated mod. I say wheels. Yes. I wheels. was going to say that too. Wheels are so important. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the whole thing with wheels. It plays into the other two things we just talked about. Yeah. Like rotating mass is a massive, massive thing. So yeah. for those people that don't know what rotated mass, rotating mass is, can you explain it and how it plays on rotating the car? Mass. Like how that works? Yeah. Yeah. The weight, the weight of the wheel and tire and brake rotor assembly on the spindle you know, in each corner of your car. I mean, that's spinning with speed while you're driving, obviously. And uh, yeah, the weight of that is the rotating mass. And the heavier it is, the more of a detrimental impact it's going to have on all things related to driving, accelerating, braking, cornering, uh, the ability for your suspension system to articulate, you know, through its stroke. All of those things have a negative impact if that the higher the rotating mass the more of a negative impact every single one of those is going to be and that might not matter if it's a dedicated street car and you're not rolling very fast if it's low and slow who cares do whatever you want but like if you want something that actually performs decently in all of those levels you're going to want a lighter weight wheel yeah and it actually equates the horsepower Yes, we've, oh, we've so yeah, done the calculations there's, there's some on, a, for on a bunch of different platforms, and it's pretty significant. Yeah, because another example with me as the case study, Dotson. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I got the. <laughs> I'm sorry. It almost seems like we're attacking. I know your, your very core. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's but something no. that I that I'm I'm also learning too. Uh, Datsun, I got my Datsun. I just wanted it to look wider. I wanted a wide body. I built a wide body kit for it from scratch. So it's a build. It is a build. Yeah. You did build you qualify for that. Yeah. I added, uh, after I built the wide body fenders, uh, I also added bigger wheels, um, pretty much NASCAR wheels. And if you don't know anything about NASCAR wheels, they are steelies. Um, but I also added a very thick sidewall and a very thick tire. So I have a 15 by 10 inch wheels and then I have a 285, 60, 15. So pretty much they're like tr- almost truck, truck size wheels pretty much. But I just wanted the, I don't know, I wanted the race car look to say pretty much, but oh my gosh, it, it, yeah, I could notice the big difference between before and after adding those 
and my acceleration like like i said each wheel weighs over 60 pounds wheel yeah. entire combo with air and everything weighs over 60 pounds and so that's pretty much almost 300 pounds in general and that doesn't even account to how much rotating how much rotating mass or how bad it it was but i noticed a huge loss in power in response times breaking distance every yeah oh like, yeah breaking distance as well like even wear of the brakes and all these things like it, because you can't stop it so you have to hammer the brakes more mm -hmm. because you're moving with way more mass and even corners entering exit yeah. everything you notice a huge drop but it looks cool, so that's all that matters. <laughs> well, see, and if that was your intent that's for your intent. build, no. then you—that's uh, you, a win. Yeah, but, but now I'm like, I'm, I'm done with it because yeah. it is—it's so bad. Even in the steering, like all your turning, like it's bad. And so, and you notice these things when you—it's always very interesting to go back from ooh the Datsun and driving a car that doesn't have that, like. Or just your car that has very heavy wheels, driving the car that doesn't have that. And you notice it's mind-blowing, the difference that that yeah. made or that yeah, makes. It really is. It's so undervalued. Mm -hmm. Such an, a profound and incredible impact on the driving experience yeah. so, by going to a lighter weight wheel. So now what I want to do is get, their, they look like steelies, but they're actually made from aluminum. Mm -hmm. So I know Core had one with his one of his 911. 911 the recreation. Yes. Yeah. And I heard they were expensive, but I mean if it would save because your wheels you have you have a Porsche 911 mm -hmm. um and you had what were the weights of the wheels because you changed your wheels, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm rolling around on a set of 17-inch diameter Fixie forged wheels now. Um they came off of a 993 endurance race car. Yeah. And uh, we refinished them. They look super dope. But more importantly, they're they're strong and they're lightweight. Are they aluminum or magnesium? No, they're they're, they're aluminum. They're okay. forged they're forged aluminum. They're su they're they're super nice. I love them. But I went to those from the factory 18-inch diameter Porsche wheels which and I, and I can't remember are quite light. Mm. but they were significantly heavier yeah. than what I'm running now. And I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was something crazy, like a, almost 20 like, pounds. Yes, yeah. Almost 20 pounds per wheel that I actually lost by yeah. going to the fixie wheels. But that's and like a better tire, a smaller diameter tire, yeah. a better quality tire, and the fixie wheels. So from a Porsche of which I think it had, I don't know which tires you had on it at the time. I had, you know what? I had a mismatched set of just meh wheels or tires. They were they were trash. Doesn't really matter. They were not a top tier tire. So they they just happened to be the ones that came on the car when we'd bought it. You know, so the previous owner had those, and so that was a fail. Yeah. So eighteen inch or eighteen pounds per corner, but there's still opportunity to go more. Yeah, because I mean we've weighed a lot of like Michelin Pilot Sports and the Cup tires, and just from going from one brand to another, like some of those tires have been up to like seven pounds lighter. Yeah, that's another thing. Like the tire weight is is another way oh, to improve in that too. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't really think that, but it's actually so that goes into it. Like 
to give a quick example, like on a, when we used to do sport bike stuff, yep. we could switch over to rotors. So you took eight pounds of rotating mass off the front wheel on something like that that makes 130, 140 horsepower. It was almost a 10% increase in horsepower. Oh my God. 10%. Just by taking that much off the front. That's yeah. crazy. So you think about taking 100 pounds off of a car that makes 300 horsepower, 325 horsepower, whatever it is, mm -hmm. it's pretty significant. Mm -hmm. yeah. It feels like you're making more power, but you're That's actually funny. not. Yeah. So you're taxing your motor less because you're not trying to make more to push all this heavy shit down the road. Yep. Yeah. So, it's so I think like there's definitely like you're talking about the rotors and it reminds me of something that I learned. Like, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, you're going to have these tremendous performance upgrades if you go big diameter rotors and all that stuff in your car, you know, and it does look super cool. And if you're a track driver, you're going to get some gains in that. You're going to get some wins because you're going to get improved heat dissipation, all the stuff. I mean, we could geek right out, but it's going to be heavier, you know, than, yeah. than, you know, the smaller diameter factory size. So depending on what your point is, you're going to want to, you know, consider a lot of that kind of stuff. If it's a street car that like might see it a little bit of track duty on occasion. For me in my 911, I left the smaller brake rotors on it because A, they fit behind the wheels. I was kind of forced into that, but you know, logic is telling me through all this other stuff that was a good play, anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Brett and his CLK. Brett has CLK fifty five. So to go direct comparison without mm -hmm. diameter changes, all this kind of stuff, we went. He went to a rep wheel because it was a cooler looking style, <laughs> but on diameter tires on size, so no width changes, yep. nothing, and then with the added weight we worked it backwards and I did the math on it over his OEM ones. It equated to about 55 horsepower. Oh loss, my God. Based on rotating yeah. mass. Yo. Cause he's like, my car feels like it feels sluggish now. Wow. He's like, I feel like I lost acceleration. So just, you know, being a bunch of nerds, we decided to figure out what it actually was <laughs> yeah. and yeah. what it equated to. And it was basically equated to about a 55 horsepower oh my loss. Gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so that's like one of those underrated things. Like you, nobody really thinks about that much. I mean, maybe now it's you know becoming more and more discussed, but I think it's a, it's so important. Yeah, to consider that. I mean, you're thinking like rotating mass. If you lower rotating mass, you're also taking a lot less wear and tear on your drive line. You know, every aspect that of is your true, suspension yeah. is yeah. going to be less taxed. You know, it's going to get less taxed. It's not going to wear out as fast. Mm -hmm. You know, everything is going to be improved. Yeah. Make it a point. Save your money. Buy real wheels. Try to get, you know, or nice forged wheels. Got your interior. Yeah. Just go. <laughs> well, there's that, right? But yeah. that, doesn't, that doesn't help your, you know, your suspension from wearing out. Yeah. That one is probably well, another, yeah, that one is probably another way. episode of like, uh, yeah, I'll figure out like there's a title the there. Yeah. yeah. Best or fastest or cheapest, way to go faster cheapest, for cheapest zero dollars. Fast. Exactly. I think we did that. No, we, we haven't done that. that. No, no. That's best another episode. Budget. So okay, we're gonna look have forward to talk to that, about yeah. it. You guys are gonna have to comment. <laughs> let him know. Yeah, and so uh, for me, what I said for number four and five uh, in underrated mods was seats and steering wheel. Mm. Do you guys agree? Because I noticed, I think seats definitely plays into in it. Seats, yes. Even though I had my uh like i've had like stock cars or not modified them i just noticed once you change your seats up even though they're like some 
che- actually you should make sure that they're legal to you that's one like sometimes they're not they don't they're not safety tested or they're just like so you should make sure that they're good to use but even cheap seats they felt so much like in my doctor and it came with these couch looking seats like they mm-hmm. just look like you're like about to go hang out at the beach on a couch i don't even know who goes yeah. to the beach no the couch, side bolster yeah support, it was not good no nothing and i noticed you know? a huge upgrade it felt like a different car just changing the seats it's so much more sporty it's less comfortable but it's i still think it's worth it put a nice set of sticky boy tires on there and hit some serious cornering g's Mm. see what happens with that side (laughs) bolster tim and i tim and i had a lowered s10 way back in the day well you had that one that you that you lowered and you remember when we first bought it yeah they, it, it, they we used the you know the super auction slick shine so it looked fresh inside. oh yes yeah. so no. i mean this, this is a I work sl- truck <laughs> i slid so. across the bench seat in the passenger yeah <laughs> yo we're like pulling g's in the <laughs> and he's like almost sitting in my lap in the passenger seat <laughs> and he was the driver i don't know how we didn't crash <laughs> yeah. kudos to you that was awesome yeah, they had but. shit on the floor too so the floor was shiny <laughs> I barely reached the pedals because I'm hanging out the other side. We need to get some sports seats in this Wow, That's so funny. That actually reminds me. There's a video that I saw of, it's not, I think it's just seats or like common safety thoughts. But this guy, apparently, I don't think he had, either maybe he didn't have his seatbelt done or he didn't have seats in the car, but he was like trying to test drive his project car. He made a left turn and he just rolled out of the car. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That's the one on. Is it the one with the Camaro? Yeah. Where oh, he rips up, whips it left, and then cranks it right, and just blows out the door. Oh my god! Like what? I don't think he had seats in it, but it just went and crashed into like a, a, his neighbor's house or something. So, yeah. oh my god! I think gosh. we skipped over brakes. Oh, we skipped over brakes. Yeah, that's just a simple upgrade, like just a better pad, and better maybe some lines. Yeah, yeah, brakes are huge. I think yeah. because that is the thing people do not like. A lot of people add power to their car, a thousand horsepower, but still have stock. Well, we see it every day brakes. where it's like they make all this power and it's go fast, but nobody considers that you may need to stop. <laughs> and it seems like I get hit up every other day with a GoFundMe where somebody, you know, is it's upside crashed. down in a ditch. Yeah. yeah. So I would say that would be in there too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say that's really important. And it's but an I'd- inexpensive one. It's not expensive. You can run stock rotors and just put a better quality pad in mm-hmm. to help with it. Yeah. Yeah, you you could yeah, just that simple. If you put a nice, because pads, you know, the pad material comes in different sort of levels of performance and and you know all that. So if you get a if you're a track, you're gonna go hit a track day. Just have a set of track day specific pads that you toss in when you're prepping your vehicle for the for the track that day. Go and race on those. You're gonna get more friction. It's gonna be better. They're gonna wear out faster. You're gonna get more dust. So I know like. You know specifically like if you have a street car maybe that's not that br- much of a priority pads. i don't no, want street. track pads they're 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 dirt they, they make a lot of noisier dust. they're noisier. noisy Your they wear out feel. faster i mean so you get some performance upgrades but it comes at a cost you know detailing wheels is a pain in, in pain in yeah ass. cleaning brake dust hate it and you got a so, super cool car and you're slowly rolling into a you know yeah. red light and you're the Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I think no, but actually about noise, I don't think it depends on the car because I know Porsche's a lot of Porsche's still make noise like even though they're brand new. I think Porsche had to put out a press release and it was like your car is not broken. 
if you have well, yeah, squeaky brakes. Yeah, but they're brakes. probably supplied with a better level track sort of pad so mm-hmm. that they can present it with those numbers. Yeah. Well, like see, our, that's just our, it. Our braking distance is this based on the this using this pad, but that pad is probably a low-level track pad yeah. and it's noisy and squeaky, and I'm sure you can get a softer option for it, and then it's probably fine. But, again, they're using different things to manipulate those numbers to sell you those cars. Yeah. Yeah. So if you got a street, if you got a, you buy a brand new Porsche and it's making some squeaky now, it sounds because of that. Just put some different pads on it. Yeah, you know, street car. You ever driven a car with carbon carbon ceramics? ceramics? Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. Literally sounds like the car's falling apart. Yeah, and then well, the, that and they don't have any friction. They don't when have it's any, wet they don't and have cold. Any bite when it's wet yeah. and cold. Like the first time in the four five eight, I thought I was. Like whoa, about to whoa, die. Whoa. I know. Yeah, so the it, front of my sport bike has you know carbon ceramics on it, and it's fucking terrifying when it's cold and wet. So you out. almost have to brake drag just to get the temp just up to get them up to start working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why you see like in in high level racing where they have like carbon ceramics when it's when it's a rain race, they will put the steel rotors on. Oh yeah, and it's super common. Like even in our little circle of people, a lot of guys will put take the carbon ceramics off and put, and the put the steel brakes on. Yeah. on Oh yeah, because they can't drive fast enough no. for to justify wearing like putting the miles on a set of carbon ceramics. Yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous, right? Cost of ownership on that yeah, is like way too high. Eight thousand dollars for take them off for a rotor, set, take yeah. them off, put steels yeah. on because you're not even getting. It's I wouldn't say it's a gimmick, but I mean we all want them. They're crazy. They're but sick. Yeah, yeah they're no, super we, sick. We don't need them. No, no, like, we don't need them. No, awesome. No, most definitely not. That's a, that's a really good upgrade. An underrated upgrade i think is good quality brake pads yeah i think i think most vehicles nowadays have decent enough braking systems like the lines and all that like you don't really need to do that too much i think it always always comes down to what the intended purpose is yeah and whether or not it's necessary and the, the platform of the vehicle yeah awesome with that said that's i think that's pretty much it we have another i mean meeting. we can go on and on and on <laughs> yeah. but build your platform before you try to start building power because you're giving a lot of power away just in simple things yeah man get some good tires yeah put some nice quality coilovers on there with n- actual dampening characteristics yeah some nice you know? wheels that are not freaking some, some 60 nice, pounds some a wheel weight wheels yeah. save your money get some good stuff get some t37s <laughs> and a big and a big wang on the back yeah, yeah. oh my gosh okay uh, yeah that's pretty much it thank you so much for watching this this video listen to this podcast if you liked it give it a thumbs up and if you have any mods that uh you that or if you think we didn't talk about any of these underrated mods and you have any you can share them in the comments or just uh yeah share it with us on uh yeah on the comments um we'll see you guys next week bye